We want to travel that distance and just be there. And that's what the Spore Drive does. But unfortunately, the rest of us are still in Warp Drive. Whether it is a filmmaker or an accountant trying to tell a, an investor how best to use the money in a film project, there's a story that they want to hear, that they want to know what the outcome is. And, and usually they want to have a minimum risk. In the room, 52 Jokers Wild. Hello again, as they say. And we were having a little discussion, our preamble before this, and realising that it's very, very easy to drown, to overload, in work we haven't done yet. It's our mind is full and flustered with these New Year's resolutions again. We're going, we have all these New Year's resolutions. We have the great, greatest intent. We've got the greatest aspirations. But we're very, very under-resourced, under-budgeted. We, the work we're talking about is 20 skill sets. And we are very, very skillful people. And we can take on many avatar roles. But in the absence of having big budget and a bunch of other people, carrying out their subject matter expertises because all of this stuff is meant to be happening in parallel, not one after another. And it's this, we talked about these things before where we said, you can do an awful lot of something. And this Pareto principle of if you don't get to the level of value crystallization or manifestation, it's a restart each time. You're not sure what you actually have. We've a lot of work done. What the hell is it? What, what is that? I've lots of piece, I've lots of files and Excel spreadsheets and Word documents and, and they're in folders and it took an awful lot of time and two people were working on it for two years and it's nothing. It's just a virtual space in a folder on a cloud of of evidence that time was spent. Was, you know, we're saying it wasn't spent. It was invested. There is a value. We have to take it out of there and, and package it. And we're going, that we, we don't have to redo all that work. And therefore, when we do any work going forward, it's to be very mindful of it to bring it to a level that there's a certain end in itself that it can be used. And it's on the critical path of value manifestation and and therefore we had a conversation before this and George was getting very very worried about all the work and all the jobs for packaging and branding and because we have so many product variants and we can offer all this to the market and and it's all work there's so much work before the actual work you want to do to be in a position to sell the stuff to you know to someone the last thing that's going to happen is someone's going to buy it and actually consume it and actually turn up that is so far down the line of other work that it can, you can drown. And therefore, we've got to start getting a couple of little life buys and some little floaters. And, and we want to get you know, a dinghy and maybe, maybe even a couple of flares and go, help. And, and that's what we've done. We've called out to the industry. We have help coming. Help is actually coming. We've got a couple of interns along the way. They're, they, they're, they're, they're vested in it. They want to, you know, like a, a route to market or so in this industry. And the work we're doing... Is, is dressed up in in the language of film and marketing to the film industry and to the film sectors and education. So that's going to be very, very nice. We're going to try and now take out of these virtual folders and because this is in the cloud, they're in the cloud. And we talked about this universe, like you know, there's value out there in the universe, but you have to make it real. You have to manifest it. We have to take this stuff out of folders and now make it tangible, make it real, a real brochure, pictures, imagery, 
you know, dis, a real market, a customer to recognize themselves in it. That's the journey we're now on, is making it more real, but make use our time very, very wisely, very, very focused, create the value in every moment going forward so it can then elicit another value from a target customer later on. Yeah. <laughs> the what, what I find fascinating about a lot of what we're talking about is is there's there's a, a there's a dialogue in it that um, can uh, in itself be overwhelming. And what we've got to do is humanize the, what we're doing so that people can see the value in what we're talking about as a, in in their own aspirations of what they're trying to do. Uh, and it's 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 the challenge that I think we we have is especially for me coming from from a more functional uh practical sort of background is is trying to align to what the dialogue is that we're actually talking about when we use some of the terminologies that we've been discussing which are more business related um and at the end of the day it's about how how is your action going to generate some kind of reward for that action in in usually monetary terms so that you can one pay your bills that's what most people that's the basics of what it is that's the engine that we've been talking about over the last few episodes is is how do you create what is the fuel that needs to come in that will keep the pistons going that will actually transform you transport you forward so you can achieve your goals that what, what you're actually wanting to do and as long as they don't sort of change the fuel from petrol or diesel to electricity and you've got to take out your engine and put something else in there that has a different type of motor that won't work on the other fuel i think that's that's an important part to, to make sure you can do as well so when bits and pieces do wear out which they can do very easily then you can actually you know transfer them and take them out and put them back in and keep keep that engine going i think as long as it's a valid engine I'm, I'm using a lot of different languages that are more attuned to motor racing and things like that, I suppose, or even just trying to keep a car going. But it is the same kind of thing. We're trying to humanize what it is that we're trying to do so we can relate to it. So it's not just some some sort of abstract view of what we're trying to do. There, there, there is meaning because there is a goal that we want to try and achieve. And once we actually get there, we know that the experience that people will be having will allow them to achieve their individual goals from lots of different perspectives, at least 16 different perspectives. Actually, no, 16 in one part of the process, but another five or six people who have other aspirations and sharing their knowledge to the people that are actually working with and, and also giving them an opportunity to to do things that maybe for a long, long period of time they haven't been able to do because the way things seem to be changing or that what they thought they were getting into this industry to do, they never f managed to achieve. So it allows them to to do to accomplish some of their goals. I think that's that's an important part of it. So, again, we're we have done a lot over the last two years. We've we've we have created the. Um, designs for the engine that we want to produce that will do do the the bits and pieces that we want it to do to allow us to accomplish our goals and our goals are basically that we actually enjoy working in the industry well i do <laughs> and that's something that you're aspiring to you, you've had experience garvin with your son uh 
being an extra on uh, on a set of a movie where the, the people around you, because you actually were able to interact with them in a language that they understood, suddenly recognize you more as a producer than an extra, you know, because they suddenly realized that the language that you were talking about, which is more to do with finance, actually was about how do they keep their particular engine running because they were running out of the fuel that was going to keep it going and if they ran out of the fuel the production stopped whereas your ideas of what you'd seen could actually generate the fuel that they desperately needed to be able to keep their production actually running and i think that's that's i know loads of productions that I've, I've we've been in in the past the difficulty is they've run out of money because they hadn't planned what they were doing they hadn't understood the basic component parts that were involved in putting a film together they didn't know how to produce it they didn't know how to make it they didn't know how to production manage it properly because they hadn't got enough experience to actually do that and they couldn't afford to to, to pay for the people that did know how to do that and bring them on set to 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 help them accomplish those goals so their budget very very quickly ran out but when you did have people that knew how to organize a budget how to run the production so that all the component parts could be there in a composite way so that they could get each shot and build up the scenes that they needed to build up to tell their story and they knew what where it was going to because that's an important part is making sure that everything was documented so that when the editor got it they knew how to decipher one shot from another in a certain order that they could put it together that represented the script that they'd actually been given, that becomes an important part. And quite often, I think that a lot of people have a fantasy idea of what a film is all about. It doesn't matter where they come in, whether they're youngsters going through college or they've, they've suddenly got to retirement age and they suddenly feel that, oh, actually, I'd like to get into the film industry now because that's something I've always wanted to do. A lot of bankers I know have, have, have got into that sort of area. And there have been other people. And accountants. And accountants, yeah. <laughs> and there's been investors. I know my brother's working with an investor. And he, he, he got into the film industry and now moved out into another part of the industry. But he began. He also knew how to get funding into, into projects so they could actually be made. And, and again, the reason why we're all trying to do this is because we're trying to find a way that we enjoy doing something that we're using our time for that we feel as though it gives us some kind of meaning and value that's not just money. The money side's nice to make sure the bills get paid, but that we feel as though our, our life has had some kind of meaning. So it actually comes down to a very fundamental human aspiration. That what it is that we want is to feel as though our life on this planet for the very short time that we're actually here uh, has some kind of meaning and, and was worthwhile while we're actually here. And that's really, that's where the value, I think, comes from that we're trying to work out. So it's deciphering the language that we've, we've been given to work out how each individual sees that as value. I know that uh, we, we've been watching a few little documentaries that have been looking at how poor people see it as time that they're actually giving away, whereas rich people see its value that they're actually giving away. And they, their calculations are done in a different way. And it also means that if you value your time more, you'll actually be more efficient in the way you give your time away. You won't run out of that time. And I think that's something that we're trying to make sure that we do in this particular project is make sure that we efficiently use the time that we have so we can do other things that are also important to us, which includes the family. You know, making sure your family, you have time you know, valuable time with your family to, to experience life together because you're supposed to be sharing it. We're supposed to be show, social uh, beings or uh, animals, if you like. 
But that's something I think which is what draws me to the kind of filmmaking process is because put in the right context and done in the right way, the actual activity of making a film, you're actually creating a little unit that works. And, and, and if those people enjoy the company of one another to actually do this and they have the same kind of aspirations, the energy that they built up can actually create something really, really positive and be very successful in what they're doing. When there is a negative that's in that, it can actually bring the whole thing down and can collapse it, which is why, again, getting the right language and making sure everybody's on the same hymn page, if you like, to sing the right tune <laughs> is very important because if anybody's out of key, it'll be a complete catastrophe. It would just hurt your ears and you, and you won't enjoy the, the, what's going on. So again, we're, we're using lots of different metaphors there and lots of different sort of eye analogies of what the storytelling process actually is. And that becomes important because at the end of the day, we're all trying to tell stories, regardless of what we're doing, whether it is a filmmaker or an accountant trying to tell a, an investor how best to use the money in a film project. There's a story that they want to hear, that they want to know what the outcome is. And, and usually they want to have a minimum risk, even though films about conflict quite often. The outcome needs to be a good outcome for them to feel secure that what they've done with their time and effort and money in this case has been worthwhile and has been valid and that it wasn't just a waste of time for, for any of us. Garvin talked about, you know, his time being precious and he doesn't want it wasted. And, and that's the key thing. None of us want our time wasted. We don't want to be doing something just because we have to we want to be doing something because it's it's meaningful to us at this particular point in time so that we can you know we only have a short period of time left i think at, in, in life and we want to make sure we get the most out of it that's that's a critical point that we've got to make sure so understanding the right language makes things work more efficiently especially when they are doing the production roles or they're doing the accountancy roles or even in my case doing the editing roles it's quite important language. Well, I'm going to cut in now because you've went off on your <laughs> little rant journey of Im Im imagery. No, no, no. Well, it's got a little rant. He's got a Garvin rant in there. I've shut my mouth. I, I can't believe I'm going to sit in there. <laughs> and George's off for 10 minutes there now. I've got to get some of this back. But I heard a few of the things you said. And I don't know. It's just, I'm going to, you're in the steam engine space and you're in the petrol space and the diesel space and you even mentioned electricity and I'm going, I'm going star tracking. I'm out there in dilithium space. I'm warp drive. I, 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 the shit, I want to go star tracking in the sense of what's interesting in the terminology and imagery is the enterprise. Enterprise is business. Discovery and Voyager. Yo, two more. You're going on a journey of discovery with your business. And it's, it's about an enterprise. You go, it has to be enterprising. It has to be a journey. And you have to discover. And, and you have to go on these voyages. So we mentioned the ships leaving port because safe port is no use. We've got to go on an enterprising journey of discovery. And that's where we're going. And it's no steam engines here. It's warp, warp factor five and dilithium. Now, admittedly, I think discovery at the moment, they've run out of dilithium on, on whatever episode series it is. And they have... They're, they, they're, they, they can't travel anymore. They're all stuck in different parts of the universe based on they've run out of petrol. They've no steam. They're, no, they're back to steam power equivalent in space. But we're going warp factor five. We're leaving the steam engine legacy bunch behind. Steampunk. That's how it used to be done. <laughs> this is how we're doing it going forward. 
And, and that's what we're interested in. We're, we're, we're star tracking across the universe, or we will be, because it's these voyages of discovery and the stories of the crew. And the crew, in their case, will be the cast and the crew. But they're going creating stories. And that's what it's all about. It's what was the voyage about? What did you discover? What did you learn? What happened? Where are you going next? You're not, you're going to the next port and, and or the next journey and the next story. So we're excited about where our journey of Star Trek and going forward. There's no more steam engines or reference thereof or locomotive. It's Voyager, Enterprise and Discovery you know, 2.0. And, and, and the crew, we're looking for the crew and we're looking for the cast. The cast might be, you know, they're, they're going to be making up those stories in question when we visit Planet X and Planet Y and Planet Z. So they're, they're all part of the journey. They're all part of the story. And we need some dilithium. That's, that's, that's very, very important or we're going nowhere fast. And we're in space, Doc. So the thing is, you know, we, we want to be, there was mention of pain and gain there in the sense of the pain, like there has to be a little bit of pain to get a gain, otherwise everyone's just getting rewarded for nothing. And therefore, if everyone can have it at the same cost, then there's, there's no competition, there's no difference. To, it's all about the difference. It's the hierarchy of, every, I want to have what others don't have, is what, you know, humanity is nearly about. Otherwise, we wouldn't be reaching for the stars. There's a bunch that want to get off the planet and have the next claim of gold on the moon or some asteroid. I believe it's an asteroid worth more than the planet at the moment, and gold. But I mean, it's not on the planet. You have to leave, you have to find it, you have to go on a journey, you have to finance it, you have to get the crew. And, and your crew, whether it be in business or otherwise, is your team. And then you're, you're, going, you're, you're going to have that team, and your, your cast of thousands could be your audience, uh, or it could be your suppliers and other people you deal with. But the, well, the one thing you can really be sure is, you're not on your own, you're not sitting in a room, you're not selling fresh air. And a couple of a couple of YouTubers might be able to do that. I don't know how to do it. We've got to create a tangible something that can be consumed, that can be bought. And we're and we're we don't want to waste any of our valuable time. So actually, you even mentioned George mentioned goals. It's this goal alignment. It's where whatever we are in our journey, depending on what age you are and where you are in yours. Your, your goals could start aligning to our goals on our enterprise. You will see yourself as cast, crew, or audience, or member, or, or supplier to, or customer of, but, or investor in, but, or none of the above because that's someone else's problem. It's nothing that I'm interested in. It's not for me. What am I doing here? Switch it off, change channel. And there'll be a plenty of, because it's not for 6.9 billion people on the planet. It's for that other 0.001%, which will still give us 10 million customers of some description. We just don't know where they are or when they are in their life cycle or goal alignment. So our journey now is to become tangible enough so we can start being perceived by others that we align to their goals and that we they should be aligning theirs to ours and go on similar journeys that we're both on. At diff and, that, and that's what we will be selling and, and to those individuals and we will set them off. We'll be bringing them from port A to port B to a different space dock from here to Mars and they can go to Jupiter themselves. It's not our journey. We're going to come back to Earth and bring you to Mars. We're not going everywhere for everyone. We're your first step, best step off of where you are to where you want to go. Quickest, fastest using dilithium, not steam power. Back to you, George. <laughs> 
And then there's the uh, USS Reliance, which came from Deep Space Nine, I believe. Because <laughs> you have to have some Reliance in all of this somewhere <laughs> along the line. And then I started thinking Very about good. the Expanse, you know, because the Expanse is another great story about... Uh, they don't go as far as Star, Star Trek. They, they just get to Mars and then they go into a parallel universe off, uh, with the off-worlders and all the, 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 the Belters and all those kind of people as well. So there's a different, uh, different story going on there. But it's all... Well, they're workers. They're back to the same yeah. thing. There's the workers. They have to be out there. Someone has, has to be, to be doing, doing the, work. the work. Someone has to lay the... Someone has to pave the way. Someone yeah. has to build the infrastructure. Someone has to be doing logistics. Someone else must might need to pay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think that's what's that's what's what's important. Um, we know that if people want to enjoy the movies, which are the which are the kind of the, the luxury end of it, is being able to sit down there with your popcorn and just sort of sit back and enjoy this great story of of you know if it's Star Trek or or The Expanse or something like that. But somebody has to make all that kind of stuff. And that's really where we're at is where, you know, it's if you want to make, learn how to make it, we can show you how to make it. But if you want to learn how to make it within the industry so that you become compliant to what their needs are, then that's where we're also going to be working out as well because of the experience that we've had and the experience we're having with other people that have been in the industry a, a fair amount of time. And that's important because what you do start to see is that... Um, there, there is, there's a way of working. There's a methodology that that once you've been in industry for a long period of time, regardless of which industry there is, you begin to realise that there are policies and procedures. And if you follow those policies and procedures, it can get you out of most of the sticky situations that you can find yourself getting in. It's when you're not prepared to actually go through all those different things is when you start to have problems and start things start to go and unwind. In the past, I know that. Uh, well, we've, we've made a, a, a range of little films and whenever we follow the procedures, they've all worked out well and we've done, you know, people have been happy. When, when things aren't followed through and there's a kind of ad hoc way of working, I, I've seen and experienced uh, one, one of the crews go off and basically upset the people from the location they were using because they were working from early in the morning till well past midnight and the people that used the place wanted to get in there themselves and were getting quite sort of et up and that's because the people involved in that particular production hadn't planned anything they didn't know what they were doing and it became obvious and that's where we mentioned that a short time ago where budgets run out because people don't know what they're up to and they don't know what they're trying to achieve we also mentioned about the idea of focus, which I think is really important because if you don't have the focus when you're out there on set, then you won't hit the deadlines that you've got. And each each shot has a deadline. It has a specific time period that needs to be done within. Uh, otherwise, the budget goes belly up and uh, you run out of fuel. Uh, and, and it's not cold this time. We're not talking about steam. I don't think I actually mentioned steam engine the last time. I think it's just where you... I was actually talking about locomotives. Car, no, cars, basically. I was talking about cars. Oh, locomotive is Harry Potter, yeah. mate. That's steam engine. Well, the one thing is that uh, if you think about Back to the Future, the very last episode was the steam train that turned into a hover train and took off and went, woo. They had the dilithium inside it somewhere along the line. Ah, uh, but Back to the Future still was 1990 now. We're 30 years from then, I think. It was 1985 <laughs> was the first episode. God. Oh, my God. And I think they got to 19, no, 2019. <laughs> I am hearing some terminology there. I don't know what's popped into my mind was, you know, wanting it doesn't make it so. Yeah. Uh, and and like, not, like we, we want to be already out there, but I said that doesn't make it so. 
that's a goal. It, it's and it's a bunch of work and it's t- it's time and effort and it's you know what does that what exactly do you want? You've got to verbalise it very exactly. You, you even that amount of effort to get to define that is so much time and effort so you can recognise it when you do it because you're turning it into these tasks and activities. That's the whole language of strategy to objectives and goals to tasks and plans. And as you said, we're, we're touched on the stakeholders out there, just the project management office. Like, I mean, when you were talking about, you know, films not being delivered because you ran out of budget, I was being reminded of from my, my past history of ERPs, like, you know, enterprise resource and planning systems or, or digital transformations. And what it was the same thing. It's most nine out of 10 could could end up being failures based on lack of planning, lack of stakeholder engagement, you know, you know, not enough resources in place. So they couldn't actually, they could deliver 80% of something and turns out it's 100% useless because it doesn't get you to the end game that you can move from legacy to new. You've got to totally leave the past behind and go into the new system. And if you if you underestimate or under-resource, then that money is gone on consultants. It's, it's you're, you're halfway between one place and another. You're in neither. You're off. It, it, this is, you've got to plan it right. And, and like we were even talking earlier on going, okay, we've got the language of it. We have the documentation of the process. This language of process and documentation, which is, is, what it's trying to do is collect evidence of successful journeys that you're delivering on your project plan, that you're delivering on these activities, that these resources turned up and did what they were asked in, in um, two time, two budget, you know, and, and that you weren't under-resourced and that value was lost as a result. So we're all on this critical path in our lifetime of this is 2021, where we have a, we're, we're measuring ourselves in measures of a year, being the next set of New Year's resolutions is in the next new year. What are our big asks and big goals for this year? We've a, and that's where in all these like Tony Robbins and Robbins and the world go. You got five big asks, or and one that could be one under health, one under wealth, one under business, one. Under, you know, it's just. But they're going to break down into mini ones. They're going to go to to achieve that. Lose three stone. What are you doing? When are you doing it? How often? With who? What exercises? Have you a mentor? Are you on your own? Have you got the equipment? Yo, know, it breaks down into. There's 365 days. It's a many hours a day. Are you getting up an hour earlier? Are you going to bed an hour earlier? It's, it's, it's all this. There's no, we know what the end result looks like, but we don't, or we're not building out the plan to go, that's the effort. And that's what you're actually committing to when you say that sentence, I want to be two stone lighter. That's 5,000 press-ups, 600 miles of running within a year. You know, I, what is it that achieves that? And, and, and we're, we're saying we're, we're in this new business. We have, we're going to continue doing our show. Oh, we're going to do 50 episodes this year, not, not 100. But we're, because we want to do it. We're, we might have 30 guests or 20 guests. We don't know when and where just the moment. But as soon as we start locking it in, we go, if we want one a month, then we have to do it by X, Y, and Z. Who are they? Where are they? Will they give us our time? It starts, you're starting to put real manifestation of who and when and, and how long and what's it going to cost. And or, or in terms of time and effort, it might not necessarily be monetary effort, but there will be an equivalent opportunity cost of spending your time doing one thing versus another. So we're very excited about making our journey real. But, and George said that we want 
to not get sick. We want to have time in there for family and friends. We want to be enjoying what we're doing. It can't be talking about it anymore. Now, this is talking about it. But this has its half-hour episode of we're allowed to talk about it now. But the next time when we switch to this office, now what are you doing about it? So we've got, we're, we're having this fun of allowing our strategizing sessions to be captured in a way of this is our startup in lockdown going on a journey of manifestation from idea to crystallize it into a real something that can be consumed. Year three, we're hoping to be more real to this other audience of can I actually buy it? Can I see it or interact physically with it in in a particular way beyond what's in your folders, beyond what's on your website, beyond, you know, what you said it looks like and you're dreaming it to be. So, so we're making it real. We're, we're, there are elements of reality already there. We're going to, and we have to, every single day we get up, we have to go get, keep focus, bring it back in. What is the ask of today, that baby step, that mini mountain, that mini molehill. So we're going to build our Mount Everest, but we got to build our molehills. We've got to do one a day. We've got to, it has to be on the path. We have to make it real. It has to, all these parallel things, each demands a bit of time. Marketing, sales, business development, HR, law, legal. You know, it, there's, there's, nothing can be left out because that becomes your weak point. That becomes your pain. That becomes your failure point. We will learn more. We're, we're becoming more aware of them as we learn more that these are the things we're not allowed to forget versus the things we want to do. The things we want to do is not the business. It's all the others allow you to do the things you want to do. That's the pain to get this gain. And every business has it. And, and you know, we, we, we are looking, we're looking forward to getting that behind us and packaging it and process driving it and, 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 and validating and certifying it. And it's, it's, we will soon enough get to, we're, make, we're making movies, we're walking red carpets. They're the conversations we all want to have in all of our businesses. We want to win those awards, those accolades, those peer groups, those business awards for a new startup of the years. And, uh, and you know, actually even be a unicorn. I'd love to be a unicorn. I never thought I wanted to be a unicorn, be a unicorn before. In our film world, it's probably going to be George on a green screen and me actually having a unicorn and neighing like some sort of wild horse. But the billion pound company... I wouldn't mind being, as an accountant, being a unicorn, but maybe in one of our films. Back to you, George. So you want? So you're actually talking about the replicant's vision of the unicorn that was put in Ridley Scott's film, Blade Runner, at least in his cut, <laughs> final cut, the director's cut, uh, which came from what was the film that uh, the unicorn? They took a shot for, of the unicorn from a, a, an older film that included, I think, Tom Cruise was in that one at somewhere along the line get the name of it now not to worry it was a fantasy piece where they had the unicorn so it's about managing ourselves so that we can achieve all our goals that we've set out to do that's really what this episode has actually been about because we've discussed quite a bit about how we needed to plan and 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 although our plans are taking quite a bit of time it's because there's a lot of stuff that we have to consider and lots of different dimensions that we have to consider within the project that we're actually working at. And we need to get it right, because by getting it right, we are managing the risk that there could be in the potential of what we're doing. And as I mentioned before, when people hadn't thought things through, they tended to lead to failure because they couldn't accomplish because they ran out of the resources that they had not planned for. 
So we're planning uh, our, our particular project that we hope to do. There are multiple facets of what we've got to accomplish in the sense of we need to get the personnel involved. We need to make sure that the, the process that the people that are on the journey that we have for them will go through, will be able to do all the things that we're saying that we, we want them to actually do, and that the learning has some kind of value to them as well as to possibly their employer that are actually putting them through this kind of process. So this is this is part of what we're actually up to at the moment. This new year is going to be quite exciting because we know that we're changing gear. And I think that's that anticipation for that change, that disruption to our lives that we've had so far is about to happen. And I think that's what's getting us both exciting because we know we're anticipating this uh, this change that's ahead of us. And we're, we're actually getting excited. We want it to happen sooner than later. But we need to be patient, as Garvin was saying, because by being patient and planning properly, we can manage our expectations and those people that come to us um, so that those expectations are actually met. So we're coming up to the end of this episode. So again, I'm going to wrap up and say goodbye for me and look forward to seeing you shortly. Again, in a week's time, we are doing one a week. Uh, we're going to release these every Friday, not Tuesday, as we had done last year. And again, that's because we're planning the next part of our strategy. So we look forward to you joining us next week, next Friday, when we release our, a new episode of what we're doing on our particular journey of In The Room. So for me, it's bye and over for Garvin for the last words. I'm thinking, I'm still on Star Trek. I'm thinking of the current, I think it's Discovery. Discovery. I don't even know Discovery. which one it is. I mix them up. Discovery. And Discovery has the spore drive. And what the spore drive does is you instantaneously move from A to B. We all want the result instantaneously. We want to travel that distance and just be there. And that's what the spore drive does. But unfortunately, the rest of us are still in warp drive. And there's a distance and we're warp factor one. We're out of space stock. Maybe get the two. There's no warp factor nine going on or ten here. We don't that momentum will be coming on the roller coaster down the line. We've got to just go steady Eddie. Warp factor one, we're moving up a gear. Warp factor two. We're not going nine anytime soon. There's no spore drive where we're going, unfortunately. That doesn't exist. Warp drive barely exists, but we're moving up the gears and we're looking forward to getting there faster. But we're getting there. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. Hope you enjoyed this video. Please subscribe and click on the bell for notifications.